Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. This is Voice ISAAC Dollar Sign. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen Alicia T. This is the Callahan Death Machine and the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sandy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215, here again with another Fight Tuesday review. This time I'll be reviewing Impact Wrestling's exclusive Impact Plus show, Sacrifice, which took place this weekend. Um, yeah, once again, as always, thank you to Fight for allowing us to um, review this show. Um, it was a really good one, actually, and a historic one, and uh, really exciting. So um, so the main thing about this show was that every single title in Impact was on the line. So um, there was a lot of matches and there was a lot to go through. But it was a really, really good show, as I just said. And um, yeah, as always, thanks to Fight, because uh, you know, without your support, I wouldn't be able to share all these reviews. So um, so the first thing we got on the show was an opening package with um, Rich Swan and Moose. And they were talking about how whoever won this particular match was going to be a unified champion of Impact and TNA and then would face Kenny Omega at, um, at Rebellion and the pay-per-view in a title versus title match between AEW and Impact. Big deal, this. Um, you know, company against company and title versus title. Um, really well done package and really got across the importance um, massive stakes and everything so it was really really well done this particular package I always like the impact opening packages I always think they're really well done and edited and the like so um, the first match the opening match on the show was Black Tarus and Crazy Steve of Decay against Reno Scum of um, Thornstow and um, Hunt, uh, not sorry Hustler um uh, Thornstow and Luster. Sorry, not Luster. Luster. Um, yeah. So this was okay, actually. This was, you know, really, really um, well done stuff. You know, sort of st standard sort of opening match to a show like this. Um, Black Tarus is an incredible athlete. You know, beautiful arm drag. What he got early on onto a Reno Scum. Um, Reno Scum are um, a team I'm kind of in two minds about. I like. I want to like them. But yeah, I don't know how I really feel about them. There's just something about them. But, you know, they, they worked well. You know, they worked really well as a team together. Um, there were some really big strikes to Tarus, who they were taking down. Um, there was at one point as well where um, they went for an... Um, Tarus, sorry, went for a crossbody um, from the top rope onto, uh, onto Reno Scum. But it looked like he jarred his knee. And um, that then kind of gave them the advantage. So there was sort of like double stomps and, you know, attacking of uh, Tarus. So he wasn't able to make the tag to Crazy Steve, who again had a really good um, showing in this particular match. Um, really enjoy Crazy Steve and what he does. I think he's a really great character wrestler and he's a great wrestler in general. Um, delivered a beautiful flatliner um, at one point. And um, it was it was a quick short match, but the the ending came via um, Rosemary of Decay. So what happened is, is that um, Luster had gone on the outside and he got hold of um, Crazy Steve, ready to ram him into the post. But then Rosemary was on the um, was on the apron and she spewed mist into uh, Luster's face, which then kind of gave uh, Decay the advantage. So then there was a cannonball and a Tarus driver onto Thornstow, which got the uh, win for Decay. 
Um, so it was it was fun. You know, it was a nice, fun little match. It was it was what it was. Nice little way to start the show. Um, and following the sort of rundown of the main card, we came into the next match, which was between uh, Caleb Connolly with a K and Tinel Dashwood against Havoc and Nevea. Um, so Caleb came out with a neck brace around his neck. Um, yeah, I love Caleb Connolly. I think Caleb's a brilliant um, wrestler. You know, I've really been high on him for a long time, and I think he's really uh, selfless in what he does in the ring and his character work. I think he's brilliant. Um, th- this was kind of standard sort of Tanel Dashwood match and have a. It, it was okay. I'm not a massive fan of Tanel Dashwood, as you know, on these reviews. Um, she did a lot more wrestling in this though, which was fun. So she and she was a lot more vicious as well. So there was a point where she um, actually pulled the hair of um, of one of the members of uh, sorry Nevea of um, Havoc in Nevea. And then she, um, so when Nevea got the tag, she was then taunting Havoc to, um, you know, come and get her. So it was, you know, a lot of sort of taunting and things, but she did more in the way of work. But Havoc, you know, absolutely shone amazingly in this match. Um, you know, she really took it to, um, Caleb Conley and, you know, the power game with, um, with, Tanel Dashwood was, you know, great to see. Massive big boots and massive big strikes to um both Tanel and uh, Caleb, and there was a beautiful backbreaker clothesline from um Havoc and Nevea onto um Caleb Conley, which looked really good as well, looked really well. But then the finish was really, sadly, was really clunky. So what happened is, is that um Tanel Dashwood had got um Caleb, sorry, had got um had got Nevea into a um, schoolboy and then Caleb came in and he sort of rolled her over and then the referee was pretending he couldn't see but then it kind of all went a bit awkward and then they kind of got a quick three count and they got the win um yeah the ending didn't really do this match any favors it was okay it was just like standard impact tv match it wasn't like anything stand out but you know filled its you know filled its purpose on this show you know, um, and from there we then got an um a promo from uh Eddie Edwards who was hyping up Rich Swan for the main event later on, um really you know getting Swan into it and uh, Swan really looked intense and like he was you know ready to take on Moose later on, um so yeah, it was a nice little um you know nice little promo, and then from there we got into the next match which was and promo which was between um Ballant by Design. Um, of Joe Doring and Cody Dina, um, with Eric Young against uh, Eric, sorry, against James Storm and Chris Saban with Jake something on the outside, and um, the pre-match promo to this particular um video package, I should say, was really well done as well. Joe Doring, you know, this guy, I've been raving about him in all of my fight reviews. He's an absolute beast. This guy is massive. Like, you know, James Storm isn't a small man, but when you put him up to James Storm, you know, you would think that James Storm was... The, the size of Joe Doran is insane. You know, he's massive. And, you know, his athleticism is unbelievable. Um, when I, He reminds me very much of um, Takeshi Morishima of Ring of Honor, um, although I have seen Joe Doran in... All Japan, but in terms of a comparison for those who may have seen, Takeshi Morishima, a big guy who can move and could run and could just go at it. Joe Doring, same, you know, exactly the same. Um, there was a massive double close line from Joe Doring onto um, Storm and Saban, um, and then it was kind of working over Storm the majority of the match, so he couldn't get the tag to um, Saban. Um, 
there was a beautiful moment where there was sort of like a body slam, which then turned into a running elbow off the um, ropes from Joe Doring as well. That looked really good. Um, Saban, though, came in later on, and it was like a, you know, out of hell once he got the hot tag. There was a great-looking missile drop kick, um, and, you know, there was a beautiful-looking um, fisherman buster from uh, Cody Dino into an elbow, uh, a suplex into an elbow, which got a close two count, which looked awesome. But from there, what happened is, so what happened was that um, Joe Doring kind of got the advantage and he went for a massive running cross body um, onto Chris Saban, which knocked him out to the outside. It looked brutal. It looked nuts. And then um, there were, that that then opened up the um, playing field. So what happened is, is that um, Jake something and Eric Young were going at it on the outside. Um, and somehow Brian Hebner got taken out um, in the ring. We just didn't catch that on camera. So then um, there was a massive clothesline from um, from Jake something, um, which kind of almost got them the win, but then um, it looked like it was going to do. And then, of all people, the interference came again. So this time, interference came in, because these matches always seem to have interference in them in somewhere, was Rhino. So Rhino was there after being attacked by um, Violence by Design. It looked like he was about to um, you know, get revenge for Chris Saban and James Storm, but it actually turned, so he gored Chris Saban, did Rhino, and actually um, joined Violence by Design, um, which got Violence by Design the win once Brian Hebner got to his, um, you know, got his senses back. This was really fun, actually, and I really like as well the shirt design, what um, Violence by Design have, um, for some reason, I really you know dig that current shirt, so I might buy that one from Impact uh, Impact Wrestling Shop um, online. So that looks really cool. Um, so from there, we then got the next um, the next match. Um, so it was a pre match promo from Brian Myers. It's the match was between Brian Myers and um, Eddie Edwards in a hold harmless match, which essentially meant the no disqualification match. I don't know why they doesn't call it a no disqualification match personally, but that's never in there. So it was all to do with. Um, Brian Myers eye being taken out by Eddie Edwards. You know, Dr. Ross saying that he was able to wrestle and, you know, all this um you know, sort of um the the um attorney being involved saying that, you know, Brian wasn't able to wrestle because he was um, you know, too injured and things. So, you know, there was kind of um a lot of stalling in the sense of this match might not take place. But um but it, this this was okay actually. You know, this was really good. It was very um it it was it started off slow, but then it turned into a lot more brutal as it went on. So you know we got shots, traditional things like shots with plunder, so with trash can lids and hitting with you know trash can lids and choking and stuff like that. But then as the match opened up, we actually got um, the spot of the match was definitely where um, Eddie Edwards um, lulled um, Brian Myers into a false sense of security and he actually delivered a superplex onto some chairs on the um, apron, sorry not on the apron, on the canvas and the trash can lids which looked brutal um, and then there was some massive looking strikes followed by a blue thunder bomb which got a two count which looked brilliant, uh, really really good um, Hernandez then came in for interference, so talking of interference, there was a lot of interference in these particular matches on this show, so Hernandez, who is Brian Myers' lackey, he came in for interference, and it looked like he was about to throw Eddie Edwards out of the ring into a table which had been set up on the outside in sort of a running razor's edge, um, but a border cross um, finish, but then uh, Matt Cardona came in and delivered a massive um, 
sort of flat liner and got the um got Hernandez out of the ring. Um so then Eddie was able to um you know carry on working on uh, Brian Myers. And what happened though, what was really cool was while this was going on, Brian Myers tried to hide under the ring to get away from Eddie Edwards who'd got um his kendo stick but what he actually did was was so brian meyer's legs were poking from outside of the ring under the ring and then he actually rammed eddie edwards head into the um into the apron so it kind of um was a bit like a face buster which looked really really good a really great spot actually i really liked that and then um we got you know a few other things and then we got a crazy the the other crazy spot of this match was where eddie edwards they ended up going back into the um into the ring and onto the outside of the turnbuckles and then eddie grabbed brian myers and he landed a huge and scary looking back neck um stunner um to brian myers onto a table on the outside which looked insane like, like it hurt like the way they caught it on camera it looked mental um and then Eddie rolled Brian back into the ring and he got the win via a Tiger Bomb followed by a Shining Wizard um, against uh, Brian Myers. Really, really fun. Um, it, it started off slow, but it picked up and it was a really fun little match. Really good. Um, really nice little bit of story progression as well between the two and Matt Cardona and things. So excited to see where this goes, actually. And Brian Myers actually really impressed me. I thought he did really well in this match. So yeah, thumbs up. Really good. Um, really enjoyed it. And then from there, we got into the first... Um, championship match of the evening so fire and flavor um with the impact uh, knockouts tag team champions were defending against jordan grace and jazz um again awesome uh opening package to this match you know pre-match package looked great fire and flavor really into these two you know they've got a great entrance and charisma to them they really you know know how to work the um the camera and when the audience are there you know really have come into their own i think they're great um and this again was a really good match because it was a power and size against speed so the speed of fire and flavor against all the power and the size of jordan grace and jazz um some big elbows in this one um there was a massive chop at one point um from uh from Jordan Grace onto one of Fire and Flavor. I believe it was Tasha Steele's. Um, and, you know, they um, just were going at it really hard. You know, there were some really nasty-looking double knees and double stomps in this match as well. Really, you know, going at it with, you know, that particular, um, you know, offensive move. And what we also got what was great was we got a power bomb from Jazz, which then led into an STF, and it almost looked like they were about to get the win with the submission, but then, um, but then, uh, Kira Hogan came in and she got the um, she broke up the uh, STF for um, for Tasha Steeles. So then, what followed was a massive kick from um, from uh, Tasha Steeles. And that was then followed into an, um, a crucifix bomb um, and then a rolls dice finish. So um, Fire and Flavor got the win and defended the Impact uh, knockout tag titles. So um, it was really, really good. Really enjoyed this. I thought they um, played off of one another brilliantly. And it was a really fun little match. So I really enjoyed this as well. Um, and again, I want to see both these guys again at some point. So this is only the start, I hope, of a really long feud. Um, and then we got a Moose promo backstage who said he'd done enough talking as he was being asked to make his thoughts known about the main event, but he'd done enough talking, so kind of, you know, not much to say on Moose's part, but, you know, we got across Moose's character and things, so 
you know, then led into the next match, which was the X Division title match, which was between the challenger Ace Austin, who was the Super X Cup champion for 2021, with Madman Fulton against TJP. So, yeah, this was interesting in that, you know, it started off really, really, some beautiful back and forth between TJP and Austin. You know, like, some of the stuff they were doing, like, was just absolutely you know, counter after counter, technique and technique, it was beautiful, you know, from a side headlock into a leg lock into a, you know, an arm leg, it was just beautiful chain wrestling, if anything, you know, with some great little um, exchanges in between. Um, we've got an awesome looking Fosbury flop from uh, Ace Austin to TJ on the outside, which looked great. At one point, Ace Austin actually landed or, or had in locked a Dragon Sleeper as well, which looked uh, really um, like he'd locked that in. And then what had happened is that um, at one point, uh, after a, a few moments in this match, Austin uh, went for a kick and then it led it into a leg drop. And then TJP kind of stopped, he sort of stopped and he went for a knee bar, but it looked like a very kind of, locked in knee bar um it, it kind of came out of nowhere now i don't know whether tjp had been kind of caught with a stinger or something or other i'm not sure however it was just him selling but it did it did look a little bit like it was cranking it in a bit too much i don't know so he kind of took a different complexion into this match then so there was some you know european uppercuts there was a, a knee lock suplex which looked awesome um, and then the match kind of, and it was kind of weird communication issues, but it kind of came to an end with a, so there was a massive spin kick from um, Ace Austin to uh, TJP, which then got TJP off the top rope, and then TJ, sorry, Ace Austin landed kind of a meteor in knees um, onto TJ, and then landed the last fold neckbreaker, which got the win. Um, this was really good, like I just said, but the the ending was strange. Like I didn't know whether TJ had been hurt, or I don't know whether there was a bit of a um, communication issues. But it just seemed a bit strange the ending. It just didn't seem to flow as well as the start of the match, um, which was a shame. But it was it was fun. It was really fun, and there were some great moments in this match. So this was good fun as well. And the new X Division champion. So it'll be great to see if Ace Austin, you know, with this talent exchange they've got going on at the moment with the Forbidden Door, what's been opened between AEW Impact, New Japan, and the like. If he'll go to New Japan or he'll go to AEW, and you know, I'd really like to see Ace Austin against Darby Allen personally. I think that'd be a really cool match, a dream match there for people to see. Um, so this was, you know, congratulations to Ace Austin, and you know, it was a great uh, match for him and for TJP as well. You know, um, who'd been champion according to Matt Striker for a hundred days. Um, so you know, kudos to him. So then from there, we got a terrible. Backstage promo. I know I've been saying how good these are, but this one wasn't. So it was a weird promo between Tanel Dashwood, Alicia Edwards, and Caleb Conley at Swingers Palace. It was really weird. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it. It was just odd because then it led into a moment with Scott Demar saying that they were going to have a match, six on six tag match of the knockouts, and you'd find out on the show, you know, on the inter interweb on the internet website of Impact. So I don't know. It wasn't anything worth watching. I tell you, it was a bit um. Yeah, a bit uncomfortable, cringeworthy for me. Um, but yeah, so that's the only bad part of the show, I would say. So the next match we got was between ODB and Diana Perazzo for the knockouts title, and Diana was um, accompanied by her um, two uh, her two stable mates, Kimberly and Susan, who were on the outside. So this was okay, you know. ODB, you kind of know what you're gonna get with an ODB match, and this was kind of what we got. Um, but what I didn't like was that in again 
Kimberly and Susan got involved and then they were thrown out with the, you know, famous kind of pointing of the referee, you and you, get out, kind of thing. And it, it just kind of felt like all hat. You know, we've seen this before in the previous match and it just didn't add anything to it. It was okay, you know, the arm was the main thing, as always, what Diana was trying to work on, you know. It was more of a striking match with a, you know, there was a beautiful looking power slam from ODB at one point, we got a close two count. But um, what happened is, is that after a while, Diana worked ODB's arm down enough to be able to lock in the arm bar, but then she turned it into the double arm bar, um, which is similar to the cattle mutilation of Brian Danielson just without the float over under bridge. Um, so ODB quickly tapped out, and then Diana Perazzo retained. This was okay. This was probably the weakest match on the show, I must say. You know, it wasn't anything um, as mu as good as the other Diana Perazzo matches, but it wasn't terrible. It, it was what it was. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I didn't really enjoy this one, sadly. But, you know, um, it was what it was. Um, but the, match ne the next match coming up was brilliant. So um, it was for the Impact Tag Team Championships and it was between the good brothers of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, the champions, taking on the challengers of Finn Juice from New Japan Pro Wrestling. The um, team of Juice Robinson, formerly known as CJ Parker in uh, WWE NXT, and David Finlay Jr., the uh, son of um, Fit Finlay. Um, who are part of a team in New Japan known as Finjuice. Um, so it was really cool this because both teams in Japan, New Japan, had held the have held the IWGP um, Heavyweight Tag Team Championships and they've also both won the World Tag League as well. So their relationship with New Japan is really strong. Um, and this, you know, was obviously a big deal coming into this match due to the um, Forbidden Door and the like with Finjuice and things. And um, the the... What I liked as well is that the pre-match promo for this particular match was really well done as well. So, you know, there was a lot of um, the, the friends becoming enemies and, you know, them with the relationship with New Japan and the division and dissension in the team. It was really cool, really nicely done video package to get the Finn Juice over as, you know, legitimate challengers, not just kind of a, an attraction. Um, and then from there, this match was just, it was just all out, balls to the wall, just constant action. So we had, you know, some beautiful double teams from Finn Juice. We had a big sent on into a running elbow um, with some crazy big punches between Juice and uh, Doc Gallows. We had an awesome looking headlock from uh, Kyle Anderson, which led into a Russian leg sweep with the uh, Good Brothers, where I got a close two count. Um, we got a huge... Um, kick at one point from Doc Gallows who got a two count and took Fit Finley out to the sorry David Finley to the outside. Um they kind of worked on David Finley the entire match and then got the eventually got the hot tag for Finn Juice um to, who took out Carl Anderson. There was a full Nelson slam which got a close two count with a cannonball but that missed. Um and then there was a magic killer what was countered uh, from Finn Juice, but then that led into a huge spine buster from Carl Anderson. Massive, I mean, not a massive spine buster. And that got a close two count. And then um, what happened is, is that um, David Finlay had taken out Doc Gallows um, on the outside, and then um, Juice Robinson got uh, Carl Anderson onto his shoulders, and then David Finlay came back from the outside into the inside on the turnbuckle, and they landed a huge-looking doomsday device and got the win. So they are the newly crowned Impact uh, Tag Team Champions. 
hugely pleased for Finjuice, you know, um, congratulations to, you know, David and to Juice Robinson, huge fan of theirs, you know, they've worked so hard over in New Japan and they've put on such great matches, you know, as Gaijin's over there and have done great things. It's great to see them getting a massive rub in um, Impact and winning the belts. You know, I knew somewhere that they were going to do it because I did vote that they were going to do it in a poll. And I don't know if people were, you know, um, surprised or not that they did win. Um, I was really, I was really happy though. You know, I, I was cheering and I was happy. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit that, you know, because I really followed these guys and think that they've got a great potential as well both of them so this was good this was really feel good moment and a really good tag team match and i really want to see them go at it again at some point you know and have a rematch it was really really good really really enjoyed this one so i recommend this and then we got another um promo package of moose and rich swan which then led into the main event match which was the uh title unification match between the impact world type championship and the tna heavyweight championship uh, between Rich Swan and Moose, um, this was fantastic. This match was awesome. Moose is a guy who the, the, the Moose should be the Impact World Champion, and Rich Swan. I don't want to, you know. Rich Swan won this match. He won both titles, but Moose should be the Impact World Champion, and it should be him taking on Kenny Omega because I know that him and Kenny Omega would have an absolutely blistering match. If Hard to Kill was only a taste of what they can do, I just can't wait to see what they would have done at Rebellion. And he may still get involved, I don't know. But regardless, this match was brilliantly told. Moose was just absolutely decimating Rich Swan throughout the whole thing. You know, he was going for his hair. He had a nasty-looking camel clutch applied to Rich Swan. He landed a huge slap. There was a crazy-looking Uranogi, which got a close two count for Moose. Rich Swan was then thrown to the outside, and then his hair was pulled through the um, through the uh, guardrail on the outside, which looked nasty, and Rich's face told it all. The fear in his face, I thought it was a really good visual. Um, and then sort of Rich Swan gradually was kind of getting the advantage, so he was working on the fingers of uh, Moose to kind of get out of an um, abdominal stretch. Um, but then that led into Rich Swan losing the advantage because Moose hit a huge gut buster onto Rich Swan, which looked absolutely devastating. Um, and what was crazy was that um, as the match went on, there was an insane moment, which was kind of the gif of the um, show. So Moose got a massive boot on Rich Swan, and it looked like Moose ran up to the top rope to um, land a moonsault because Rich Swan kind of was dazed. But then... As he came down for the moonsault, Rich Swan um, did a handspring uh, into the ropes and then landed the handspring cutter as Moose came down. So he beautifully caught him as he came down. Um, and it just landed perfectly. And he kicked out one, did Moose. It was it, it was mad. If the crowd had been there, that would have been insane. That was one of those moments where you really wish there was a live crowd because they would have gone nuts. They would have gone bananas. Um so then we got a 450 splash from Rich Swan. We got a two count. We then got um, Moose trying to hit um, these spears, which was preceded by Moose hitting a moonsault battery. So that's the moonsault uh, fallaway slam, which Bandido and Shane Mercer of GCW uses their finish, which looked insane. And that got a close two count onto Rich Swan. Um, but then what happened was was that earlier in the match, a chair had been placed into between the turnbuckles. 
and Moose was trying to hit Rich Swan with an um with a spear and he kept missing and then he actually ran into the turnbuckle where the um chair was placed and then he hit the spear so he hit his head and then that dazed him so then uh, Rich Swan landed a landed a crucifix bomb and that was then turned into a jackknife roll up and then Rich Swan got the win. Um awesome match. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But this was re- this was Moose's time. Um no offence to Rich Swan, he can wrestle incredible matches, but Moose is the face of Impact Wrestling for me. And he is the guy who should be holding the banner and going and facing Kenny Omega um rebellion, not Rich Swan. Um I think this was the time for Moose to win the belt. And I was disappointed that Moose didn't win, but not disappointed with the match. But I wouldn't let that taint me or taint you watching it because this match was phenomenal. This was great finish to a great show. Um, there was a lot on this show, as I mentioned at the start, but there was a lot of really fun matches on this show and there was a lot of great storyline developments as well and some big moments as well. So we've got a new champion in uh, Ace Austin, we've got new champions in Finjuice and we've got a new unified champion in Rich Swan. So it was definitely a show which... Um, over-delivered, I would say. You know, the only match I would say really to sort of maybe not watch is probably the um, Knockouts title match. I just don't think that was a good reflection on either, either ODB or Diana Perrazzo. That's just a personal preference. But the rest of this show, I thought it was great. And I thought it was beautifully paced. And I thought the whole thing was definitely worth your time. And definitely led in great to... Um, to Rebellion, where, you know, Kenny Omega will be coming back to face Rich Swan, as I mentioned earlier on. So, two thumbs up from me for um, Sacrifice. Impact, you know, tearing it at the moment. Awesome. Excited to see what will be going on at Rebellion. I'm excited to see, you know, what will be going on in uh, AEW leading into it as well. Um, and just thank you for listening, everybody. You know, I really enjoyed watching this one. And I hope you do go out there and you either buy, buy this and watch it or you um watch the uh the highlights somewhere you know because it was definitely a match and a show uh, sorry a show with matches what definitely need to be seen so um so yeah so that concludes this week of the fight reviews um so thank you everyone for listening to this one um and I hope you go out and watch sacrifice um when you get chance and just to finish off as always you can find bbg wrestling um on twitter at bbg wrestling and you can also find our website at www.bbgwrestling.com so that does it for me Stephen Jackson with another review this time it was sacrifice order it enjoy it and I'll speak to you all again soon everybody so catch you all later